This is Casey Hendrickson on News Talk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel, your breaking news and weather station. Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. want to thank R&B Car Company, locations in South Bend and Warsaw. Again, you can find them online at rbcarcompany.com. All right, I want to take you back in time. Let's, uh, let's do this. Go back in time to way, 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 way back uh, to October 22nd, where I told you about an article in the newspaper, uh, specifically Berlinske. That is Denmark's oldest operating daily newspaper. It published an article called Professor, Large Danish Mask Study Rejected by Three Top Journals. And what ended up happening is a a former New York Times reporter decided to go ahead and start talking to the doctors. What's going on? Why is it that we have literally the largest study on masks and COVID done? And why isn't it being published? What's the deal with three major journals publishing it? Now, for the record, I have covered science journals on this show for an extended period of time. Regular listeners of this show understand how frequently... I am critical of science journals because they allow fake research to get published all the time. In other words, it is not difficult to get published in a science journal. They publish fake crap every day. It always happens. There's always something retracted and everything else. The whole point of getting published in one of these journals is that you've been published and you can release your results as a published study, right? But there's several science journals all over the world So three science journals rejected this study. None of them said why. So this former New York Times reporter sits down with the the people who authored the study and conducted the study, and he's basically asking them, what do you think the deal is? And they they would not tell him what the results of the study were. And now some people are like, well, that seems weird. It's really not. What it is is you're trying to get a published scientific study. And you're trying to you're trying to wait until that study is published so that way when you tell people what your study says, it carries the weight of being a published study. Right? If it's not a published study, your results don't really mean anything. And yes, published studies are frequently garbage. But it's that first step into legitimacy in scientific research. So they didn't tell anybody what the results were. They were asked if it could be that these three science journals that refused to publish this study um, would not like the outcome of the study. And because they did say that the, the results were could be viewed as somewhat controversial. And so when this reporter asked them, you know, hey, is, is it possible that they just don't like the results of the study? And, and the, you know, one of the, the study's authors said that's an interesting question. Now, flash forward. That was October 22nd. Flash forward to now. A high-quality, large-scale Danish study finds no evidence that wearing a face mask significantly minimizes people's risk of contracting COVID-19. A randomized control trial found no statistically significant difference in coronavirus infection rates between mask wearers and non-mask wearers. In fact, according to the data, mask usage may actually increase the likelihood of infection. Hashtag told you. So, again, I want to back up here for just a moment. 
it is imperative you start with a foundation of basic facts before you have a debate about something. You know I'm not anti-mask. I wear my mask everywhere. Happy to do it. Doesn't bother me. I sanitize my masks regularly. Most people don't. I'm just not under any illusion as to what that mask does. Now you have exactly, ladies and gentlemen, zero peer-reviewed clinical trials proving masks work. Zero. You now have one that says they don't. You've got a lot of preliminary lab results that say they don't. Got some preliminary lab results that say that they do. Some of those uh, studies on both sides have problematic methodology. This is the largest study ever done on this. Period. And it has finally been published after running into roadblock after roadblock after roadblock. Now, when they say not only are masks statistically insignificant, they point out that masks may spread or increase the likelihood of infection. You have heard me say that many times. Not because it's a theory I pulled out of my keister, but because leading global epidemiologists have been saying it for a couple of months now. It doesn't make its way into the news media. If you were to post this on Twitter, I guarantee you that Twitter will put a little fact check on there. They'll put a little dispute on there, even though they literally have not a shred of scientific or medical evidence to the contrary of what this study shows. Not a speck. It doesn't exist. I'm not making that up. There are no peer-reviewed clinical trials that show that masks work on COVID, period. It don't exist. I went back to, to the early 2000s, and I have given you several studies. And these are studies in hospital environments. These are studies in real-world environments on surgical masks, N95 masks, cloth masks, and everything else. Got news for you. There's one thing that we see in every single one of those peer-reviewed clinical trials published studies. Every single one of them shows one thing. There is no significant reduction in infection and spread of viruses with any of those masks, even in a sterile hospital environment. So what I was saying for all of these months, if that's the case with the flu, if that's the case with the cold, why wouldn't it be the case with COVID? Similar micron size in particles, we don't have a, a study on COVID and masks, and Fauci's not interested in one. He actually said, we don't need a study on COVID and masks. Why not? The, the studies all say that masks don't work on influenza. Very similar micron size. So why, why can't we assume that at least to a point, the peer-reviewed studies that we have going back to the early 2000s on this, would be at least somewhat applicable to COVID considering the similarities of the way that they spread the micron size of the particles and everything else. An intellectual person 
I mean, not even an intellectual person, just an everyday person with common sense would look at this and go, yeah, that makes sense. Why don't we just go ahead and look at that data? There's something else that we found, too, and I went over several of the studies that used cloth masks. Um, you will run into people in the United States who are talking heads on the press who will tell you that there isn't a possibility of, of any kind of bacterial infection or something of that nature with your mask. That's wrong. I went over three studies on this show that are peer-reviewed, clinical, cl clinical trials, that showed, in fact, if you do not clean your cloth mask regularly and, in fact, get, an, a, get a respiratory infection. I'm not getting into carbon dioxide thing and all that stuff. I don't care about that. But you can, in fact, get an infection from wearing a cloth mask and not cleaning it. You can. And my whole point from the very beginning, talking about masks and going back to what Fauci said in March, going back to what some of the top virologists in the world were saying in March and April, the mask is the least effective thing in your tool chest. Okay? It's another tool. But it's your last resort you're basically flipping a, you're playing the lottery with a mask. All of your other preventative measures now are out in front. They're all more effective. If they all fail, you have nothing, nothing left except the mask. You're still playing the lottery with that mask on if it's going to work. Most of you know how difficult it is to win the lottery. Does it happen sometimes? Yep. But here's the thing. If that mask gets the virus on it, the moment you touch it, you've contaminated your hand. The moment you put it down in your car, you've contaminated your car. And anything that you touch after touching a contaminated mask is contaminated. I mean, this is basic cross-contamination science that every teenager knows when they go get their food license for crying out loud. And we've just got an entire segment of our population ignoring all of this foundational, undeniable fact that we have all known to be true for all of these years. And they're just throwing it out the window because they're desperate for something to work. Even if, ladies and gentlemen, even if I had every single scientific researcher of prominence looking at me and going, Casey, you're wrong, which I don't. I have a lot of global leading virologists and epidemiologists to back my position on this because I get my position from them. But even if I didn't, I would still be looking at them and go, I don't know if you guys just aren't paying attention or if you're lying because I'm looking at the real world data here. And the real world data says everywhere that people are wearing masks, the virus is getting worse. I'm not blaming the masks for that. But there are health experts, particularly in Europe, who have been sounding this alarm for a couple of months now, saying we think people not caring for their mask might be spreading the virus. Now, you might think that you're okay. Oh, I don't have COVID anymore. Maybe you never knew you had COVID. I don't have any symptoms. My mask has got to be good, right? May not be. And again, I am not telling you not to wear them. I'm just telling you not to be delusional about what it is and how effective it is. So you now have the largest study on masks and COVID in the world that is a published study. Cloth masks don't work 
may actually increase the likelihood of infection. Folks, look around the world. Look around. I wish this had been published a couple of days ago. I could have sent this to the St. Joseph County Commission, although I doubt it would have helped. They're obviously not interested in the science on this. They're interested in busy work and making it seem like they, they're doing everything that they can, which, again, I can, I can understand and I can appreciate the pressure that they're under. Now, this was published, and guess what? The place that published it has now come under attack for daring, for daring to publish the largest study on the subject ever done. I just don't... It is, um, by the way, it's published in the Annals of Internal Medicine, which is a, a prestigious one. And they've had to defend themselves against this. So what we end up having is uh, Dr. Christine Lane, the editor-in-chief of the Annals of Internal Medicine, where the study was published, told the New York Times that the research shows masks are, quote, not a magic bullet. She and other editors defended the journal's decision to publish the study despite pushback, quote, more irresponsible would be to not publish the results of carefully designed research because the findings were not as favorable or definitive as some may have hoped. Yep. Now, I want to make this crystal clear. I'm not telling you to revolt and not wear your mask. You have to make a decision for yourself. In St. Joseph County businesses, you're going to be facing fines now because of this. There's no church exemptions either. So I, I just, all I am trying to do, because I see the cult of mask all over social media, and it's that they're just convinced that anybody who gets sick is because they didn't have a mask. And then when somebody who has a mask on gets sick, they're convinced it's because somebody didn't have a mask on around them. There's some basic fundamental facts here, ladies and gentlemen. There exists no peer-reviewed clinical trial proving masks work. There exists none. doesn't exist. Period. End of story. Everywhere that mask mandates have been in effect, even in places where they've had 100% compliance, they're having spikes in cases. The masks are not working to prevent the spread of the virus. I don't know why that is, but that's a fact. And you've got this. Do with it what you will. As I've told you before, nobody knows what to do. Nobody knows how to stop the virus. Study was done by military researchers, for crying out loud. A military quarantine can't prevent the virus from spreading. Got more coming up. 95.3 MNC. All right, good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Again, if I just caused you some butt hurt because you've had, well, the wrong opinion for many, many months, you feel deceived, uh, you can rub some of that CBD lotion on it, make the pain go away. Go to allnaturalcbd.org. Remember to use promo code Casey10 to get a discount. This is a perfect holiday gift. Great stocking stuffer if you have somebody who... Uh, maybe deals with nagging injuries or pain, maybe arthritis, something like that. Something that isn't a medication, isn't going to put them at risk health-wise, and is going to be easy to apply and carry with them. Plus, it's a lotion, so it'll soothe and moisturize their skin too. Go to allnaturalcbd.org. This is 
full-spectrum CBD, which is the high-quality stuff. Full-spectrum CBD, multiple levels of concentration of CBD. Just get the maximum. It's just, just do yourself a favor. Get the maximum. Uh, it costs a little bit more, but not much. You get a larger bottle, lower price, higher quality, and it's actually a lotion that will absorb into your skin and, and completely disappear while moisturizing and soothing your skin. Go get it. All natural. CBD.org. Promo code KC10. Hey, good news. Ilhan Omar has finally ended the contract with her husband's company after she paid him $3 million. <laughs> there you go. Look at that. She's finally getting on the right side of the law, at least just a eensy weensy little bit. And we'll drag her along little bit by little bit. But she had $3 million. She finally canceled the contract with him as more allegations of uh, campaign fund misappropriation were just hitting her, too, in the past couple of weeks. So she's finally ended that contract. More coming up. Some really cool things happened in science this week. We'll talk about those coming up on 95.3 MNC. And good afternoon. Thanks for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. We already told you that there is uh, some voter fraud happening in Georgia that was identified earlier this week with the recount. And then we have three counties, three, that found ballots that hadn't been counted. And in all three circumstances, most of those ballots were for Trump. But now, in Floyd County, Georgia, officials are looking for a box with 10 more batches of votes after they thought they were done rescanning. <laughs> oh, God. Um, <laughs> I just... <laughs> Somebody was like, nobody's motivated to change the, the voting system in this country. And, and we're just talking about this on the live stream during the news break. And you're right, because only half of the country is upset at, about it at a time. You know, when Republicans win, they're less upset about voter fraud. They just assume they overcame voter fraud. If Democrats win, they pretend voter fraud never existed, even though just a couple of years ago they talked about voter fraud. In many cases, it was just last year for the same systems that we're using right now. Go figure. All right, so the United States did a couple of really cool things this week in, in science. So we'll go over one, and then we'll do the other one here in just a minute. We became the first, at least that we're aware of, we became the first to successfully shoot down an ICBM in space from a warship. How cool is that? Uh, intercontinental ballistic missiles are typically how thermonuclear warheads are delivered to the enemy. So we were able to basically shoot a thermonuclear device out of the sky in space from a naval vessel the united states did this this week in a military test uh it was uh the demonstration happened early tuesday morning and the missile defense agency made uh, all of the announcements and everything else it was uh, successful happened at 12:50 a.m eastern time the ronald reagan ballistic missile defense test site located on marshall islands uh, shortly after, the missile was intercepted and destroyed as it traveled above the broad ocean area northeast of Hawaii. And that is critical, too, because you're intercepting it in space, and then the radiation obviously doesn't affect the uh, the population. So 
Um, very cool. Huge scientific discovery. Great news for missile defense. More coming up. Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. So the future that NASA dared to dream of for decades has finally become a reality. And this is this is big news. You know, we we obviously follow space here on the show quite a bit. And we have actually sat there and tried to do some live uh, live streams of launches and things of that nature. Uh, big fans of the SpaceX project. And SpaceX, uh, recently, they launched the the Dragon crew capsule into space. Very successful launch. Again, was you know, live tweeting all of that and live streaming it and everything when, when that all went down. That was a huge, huge moment. And um, now they've actually used that crew capsule. So they launched it into space. It docked to the space station. And now they've actually launched astronauts. And it was a successful mission. So that has happened this week. Uh, Crew-1, SpaceX's first operational mission to the International Space Station, arrived at the orbiting lab late Monday night, 27 hours after launching from Kennedy Space Center in Florida. Again, they were on the Falcon 9 rocket. About two hours after the crew, Crew Dragon capsule resilience docked with the station, NASA astronauts uh, got out and began their six-month stay in the orbiting lab. So this is, you have to understand how huge this is. Uh, one of the things that, you know, you're looking at with this past election that I, I just, you know, it's, it, it scratches my head to think of what could potentially happen depending on, on these legal cases. But um, what Trump has done with space alone warrants re-election. Everything else, honestly, is kind of like icing on the cake. But what he's done with space warrants re-election just on its own merit. That's been phenomenal to have a president who finally supports NASA and to have Biden basically say, now nah, we're going to retask everything that they're doing in space and all this exploration in the lunar base that was going to be built here. We're going to retask all of that to fight uh, climate change. Just silly. Here's Bill O'Reilly. Have a great night. 